Welcome back, everybody, to The Talk Shop, Season 6, Episode 7. I'm Tom, joined today by... Corey. And I'm Sam. And today, when I was riding my bike through a lovely wooded trail, I saw two dragonflies making love on the path in front of me. And well, I, how did that make you feel? Sam? I rolled over them. I squished them together. <laughs> oh. And well, what I was wondering was, and this is the great question of, I think, our time, our species, and our galaxy, is in dragonfly land. I like to imagine that they were sitting there going, oh, harder, baby, harder, you know, as most copulating couples do. And mm-hmm. as I squished their bodies entwined together forever in a too hard of finality, was that final moment one of rapturous pleasure? Or terror. Mm. I don't think you can have true pleasure without fear. Welcome to the talk shop, the only dragonfly porn (laughs) audio (laughs) podcast in the world. Well, boys. Wait, 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 Sam, did that actually happen or did you just pull that one out? No, I swear to God that happened. Oh, okay. And I did thought you about go, it. Did you go out of your way to kill them, or were you like, "Oh shit"? No, oh, well. no, it, no. They were they were literally just sitting there doing their little. You know, have you ever seen dragonflies banging? Oh yeah. Yeah, they were there, and like it wasn't like I went out. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it this way: I didn't. Have I, I didn't... seen dragonflies banging? <laughs> As if that's not the only Ooh, porn yeah. I watch. Um, I didn't go out of my way to hit them, but I didn't like swerve not to hit them. <laughs> you I were really just did. like, "Oh well." I got them growing first, and I really was wondering. Like, I mean. Was she just like, damn, he finally hit that spot? Or did she realize that, like... For, like, the point oh seven seconds? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> because, I mean, it happened so fast, like, they were in shock. Like, was she like, damn, homeboy got some? Or was it like, oh, you know, damn, we're getting crushed to death? Like, I don't Think know. Think about the scale of that. Like, to scale, like, if, like, the equivalent of that happening to you would be, like, a skyscraper falling no, on your head That's or exactly something. what I was thinking of. That's exactly what I was like. It's so... There's we have no frame of reference for <laughs> it would that be like kind the of moon like, hitting the earth. Yeah. Yeah, like we have no <laughs> uh, Oh god and then it's just done. Yeah. So I I don't know. I thought about that. I it happened about halfway through my ride and I thought about it most of the way back. <laughs> like It's I not just, and it's not just the size either, like how big like relative like how big you on a bike is compared to a dragonfly. It's also like the speed, right? Cuz well, like, things are way bigger than you like like it's it's crazier like when they move really quickly right so yeah. like if you're a dragonfly and <laughs> something literally like eleven thousand times bigger than you is <laughs> just suddenly just i mean and, and they were just, done. just te- i mean i looked back there was you just basically teleported yeah from their yeah. perspective yeah. well i once heard and this is probably completely false because this actually sam this will segue perfectly into a topic that you brought up in the chat but back in the day before the internet was all-knowing and all-seeing, I had heard that flies actually perceive time slower than humans. And if oh, you extrapolate god. that to dragonflies... Oh, God. That becomes a, that becomes a true horror show. Right? So, like, like, so like maybe, it, maybe it was, like, not, like, it, super slow, but, like, for them, slower it was like than one just and instantaneous, half just, yeah. you know, like... Maybe that's like for I them. She like saw his brain and they're like out of the I, front of him into uh, <laughs> okay, Jenny. So Sam, Jenny, so I got a nut. There's a bike coming. So for you, Sam, it was 0.07 seconds. For them, it was like the Black Mirror episode with that. Oh guy. God! <laughs> with that guy trapped in the thing for like two million years, it was that, like that. that. 
That takes something kind of like hee-hee <laughs> weird and makes it like truly and genuinely horrifying. Oh, like Lovecraftian, yeah. yeah like- because like for at least a year of that, one of those people was dead with the other one either inside of them or, <laughs> oh, God. or, or stuck inside of them. Oh, God. With a dead, Damn. squished, pale, lifeless we thing. Got a, we got a, like a good horror script kind of coming up here, I think. The we fucking turn this into something. The, the fucking <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> From the Absolutely. From, from the, the makers of the shitning. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh man, I'm feeling good, boys. I'm feeling good too. No, it's good to be here. We're coming off of our our the fun fact. Uh, we're coming off of our least downloaded episode of all time. So there's nobody left in this room. Yeah, what the fuck? Where are you at, <laughs> crew? We are officially in here dropping this A grade dragonfly material for nobody. We're we're three people down in the bar after close, and everybody wants to go home, and we're like slowly nursing our final gins, <laughs> and everybody, and we just won't leave. That's I'll that's, leave when I'm done drinking. That's the vibe of this podcast right now. And if you are here, don't think we don't appreciate you, but you better believe that everybody wants us out of the bar <laughs> so they can go home <laughs> to make sweet, sweet dragonfly love to their partners. <clears throat> dragonfly style is that like a kung fu fucking like a, a style dragon like there's dragon and like <laughs> monkey and <laughs> how you like my doggy style oh <laughs> jesus <laughs> thank you that's very cool now that's picturing- <laughs> my crutch to your foot style <laughs> i'm just i'm just picturing now like a, a mortal combat or tech end style game but it's porn <laughs> it's like can you pull off the finishing move? Finish yourself off. Finish yourself. Oh no. <laughs> Comtality. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. All right. Well, at least we got that out of the way in the first five minutes of this podcast. I love it because there's a good chance that one of my parents is the only people still listening to this, and I just like to picture them just <laughs> everyone. Every time oh, they're God. just like, I carried that thing in my belly for nine months. <laughs> this is what it is. This is what it was all for. Talking there about was a time when they thought coming. I was going to be a doctor or thought I was going to be like a lawyer or something. And what do you get? A, a, a hot podcast about dragonfly sex with a whole seven downloads. You're, you're welcome, Mom. <laughs> we did it. We had more than seven downloads. Not lit, not this episode, bro. Uh, maybe I just I don't pay attention to this shit anymore. I just put it up. <laughs> I always like to see because I, I, I we had six downloads on the last episode. Hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, how many listens do we have? Oh, I don't know. I only see downloads on mine. That was what we well, had. I got, 18. I got access to the the uh, inside circle. We had eighteen the, before that. Okay, you know we're uh. So we saw a thirty. We saw a sixty-six percent decrease. You know what? You're right. Listen, Mister Manager. Okay, I don't need to. I don't need. Why are you bringing us down? I don't, I don't even think I need to. I don't even think I need to chart this. Time. Hey, I don't even think I need to put this on an Excel spreadsheet for y'all to see the trend. <laughs> Wait, hang on. It's summer. People are on vacation. They don't have time to listen to us right now. True. They're exactly when they should be listening to us. They're this gonna be, listen when they get season. back from vacation. Coping. That's like like saying my dad will be back after buying smokes. It's just not going to happen. They're gone. (sighs) But hey, we're here. 
And we got a lot to talk about because we I sure don't know, dang do. I don't know what's up with this wild ride we call planet Earth, but it's not settling down. It just doesn't seem to stop. Let's uh, we Turns got we got a lot of topics here. Let's on. bang let's bang some out. Well, okay, real quick, just to kick things off, referencing a time before the internet was a thing, a time a simpler time when you could get away with not knowing something. Oh, I know. Wouldn't yeah, that have been true? Now you have to know everything. Otherwise, you're an outcast. No, I don't even care. I, I, that's not even the point I was trying to make when I brought it up. It's not that you have to know everything. It's that you better sure well stick to your guns and act like you know everything. That's what's really frustrating to me. Like, just to have a... <laughs> like, you walk into a bar and you're like, man, I can't believe we're pulling out of the Middle East. You better have like a PhD level understanding of geopolitics, <laughs> true capital market flows, the diffusion of technology, migration and the global economy, or you're going to get wrecked kid just for saying like, whoo, what's happened on CNN sure is nuts. And yeah. Oh, it's just exhausting boys. I'm so exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I tired. agree with you a hundred percent on this one because I was having a similar thought, you know, uh, probably about the same time parallel thinking hashtag um it's 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 strange to think about a time where you could have conversations that didn't result in a google search yeah, yeah. well n- now it's, it's easy now all you have to do is find the commentator whose ideology most aligns with yours and you can just copy their opinion on everything like, that's it happening would it would literally be something like oh who directed this movie I don't know. I think it was this guy. Oh, okay. And then you wouldn't know until you like went to the video store and checked out the movie and watched the credits. And it was like, oh, it was directed by Steven Spielberg. You know, like something like that. Where now it's just like, well, let me look it up in two seconds. I don't know. Am I? I think we sound older every podcast. That's probably that's actually true. Yeah. <laughs> if someone who was like eighteen was listening to, they would think we were like old fucks. For we're sure. all we're and all it's average only getting to, worse. We're all average to like that three decades. Like if we pulled it, you know, we're all average to like that three decades on planet Earth, and it's been a long ass three decades. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just there was the the beautiful golden nineties, and it's just been a, a sheer horror show of somebody screaming with with wide eyes in your face since then. And uh, like I said, it's not slowing down. My thing yeah. is is just that like Corey really hit on it. What I'm getting so tired of in the public discourse is people decide how they want to feel about something. And that's the key word there, feel about it. Yeah. Um, and I'm guilty of this, by the way. This is not a, oh, I can't believe the, the populace does this. I am probably the guiltiest of this in this group. I decide, so I'll just, I won't even say we, I will say I decide how I want to feel about something. And then I'll Google it with something fancy like peer-reviewed after it. And uh, sure enough, something's <laughs> going to pop quotes. up. <laughs> something's going to pop up, right? Something's going to pop up to re- in, in the whole wide, vast internet. It's not going to be too hard to find something to back up the position I already wanted to have. The COVID vaccine killed my dog. I know. Then, I, I know I've met. Oh, sorry. Uh, you finished first. Sorry. I, I was, was going to say, then I have all the ammunition I need to be a prick to every single person <laughs> I meet about that subject. Yeah. Because you the think next, you know everything. You know, month, right? right? I know I've mentioned this before, but like I know there's, there's not a lot of things. There's maybe like two things that I think I probably know enough about to at least like proofread an article or something, right? And on pretty much everything else, I'm like, somebody, so anybody uh, with like 
a convincing enough narrative could just tell me whatever and i'd be like oh okay um but like every once in a while like i'll read like an article about like a company that got hacked or you know something like that right something where i like uh, at least i know something and i'm reading it and you i'll I'll, like and you read it and you're like oh well that's not really true or uh, that's kind of oversimple i don't know about like uh, like you finish the article you're like "Uh, i don't really like is that just what all articles are like (laughs) and i just don't know because i don't know anything about anything else or is it like just these specific ones uh (laughs) i would be inclined to say yes because just based on the small sample size of us three reading articles where you like if you know we each have our own interests and stuff right and you read like your your example with like a hack or something right yeah and you read it it's like that's not entirely true like you can see how somebody who doesn't really know exactly what's going on extrapolates that yeah but and it's not like maliciously false or like like it's just crazy it's just like i wouldn't really say it that way or oh i get this isn't technically right or you know it's nothing like crazy but i i wonder like the extent to which that's true for everything or if maybe technology is just a weird thing that like boomers don't get and so you know i don't know i have no idea i would yeah i don't know my cynical brain immediately thinks that like standards have fallen so far for like journalism positions articles are so bad i okay actually i actually don't know how bad articles are because it's impossible for me to know because i get too mad after i read the headline and then i read four sentences in the article and i go oh so you're lying (laughs) this is going to transition headlines are so bad it's going to transition pretty well if we're going to talk about the news Uh um obviously i mean at the time of this recording the the biggest thing that's happened since the last time recorded is that the u.s has pulled out of the middle east um and the Taliban took it over in less than uh, twenty. Before hours. we go any further, yeah. let's do a talk shop temperature check. Yay or nay? Was this a good thing? Uh, yeah, yay. Uh, I can't answer that with just a yay or nay. Uh, here, here's what it seems like to me. Okay, <laughs> I'll just give, I'll give like the cliff notes. Okay, it seems like the Taliban actually made it really easy for us. <laughs> <laughs> or uh actually no the 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 ANA the Afghan army made it really easy for us by completely surrendering because if they had if they were currently like embittered fighting and losing we would probably still be there but the fact that like we gave them 20 years and a trillion dollars and they just like immediately quit yeah. <laughs> like uh, they actually made it pretty easy for us to be like okay fuck you and just leave so which doesn't mean <laughs> actually, that it's like a good thing what's happening but like i have no idea and maybe there is maybe there is something. I'm not like a foreign policy. I don't know anything. But it what? seems like there's nothing else that could possibly be done. Like how much more time and money would it <laughs> would it take? Is this the fastest surrender in history? We we like is this a speed run of probably, surrendering? Yeah, this is like Italy levels of. Uh, it's like they had no army. We <laughs> we built their entire army. We like built all their bases. We. We trained everybody. We gave them all the equipment. We like paid their soldiers a salary. We like built the whole thing, and then as soon as the instant we leave, it's all. <laughs> so like, it seems like, yeah, whatever. Fuck it. It was always gonna happen. Yeah, where I get conflicted is that on Memorial Day, I wear you know the names of people that were a lot better than me that died, trying to do that, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm not trying to high road anyone, but that is a factor. Yeah, it's just, and then seeing all of that work that they did, 
literally it it does mean nothing at this point um yeah. it's like the the best meme i've seen about it is the invincible one where he's like oh fine i'll start again what's another 17 years mm-hmm. <laughs> which is where we're at right now um but that being said and the reason why i said i can't go with simply a or nay is because i have to take into account that i i know good people that died uh what if you want to say it was for oil if you want to say it was for the freedom of the people there whatever i don't you know they're all hot takes right um the point of the matter is that good people died and uh now it's just falling apart in you know so quick i think but, if you watched, but exactly oh, what you're ahead. saying but exactly what you're saying was was what i was going to say is that it's not like we everybody's saying we screwed them over and we did it in a terrible uh we, we've done such a terrible thing but i don't know that they understand the capacity to which we've tried to equip them for most of our entire lives <laughs> for most well, of everybody <laughs> on this podcast like for most of our entire time on earth we have been exactly like you said we've been training them giving them equipment building up their their uh their armies and trying to get them set in the right direction and uh it it's exactly what you're saying it fell apart so quick the only so, alternative would, the thing that would be to me. like completely oh. remove their autonomy as a country and just like yeah. <laughs> make them make like a, a puppet yeah, add a few more stars yeah. to the american flag yeah make them a yeah. puppet or leave uh, and, and and yeah, yeah. you were going to say and something Tom, the, sorry the thing that bothers me is like there's already been a precedent for this kind of thing with like iraq right cuz with the same basic thing happened there as far as i'm aware where we spent a very long time there tried to build up their forces and all that and then tried to establish some kind of democracy and then as soon as we kind of like laxed a little it just started coming apart at the seams so it's like as much as i don't really care for our current president not care for i just don't think Sometimes when he goes out and starts talking, I'm a little concerned for his health, I guess I'll say. <laughs> See, and that's not a hot take. I don't think anybody yeah. particularly loves Biden. But like he, the, who, his speechwriter had a great point. Why would we keep fighting for a country that doesn't even want to fight for itself? Yeah, I was going to say that, yeah. I was going to bring that up. I was, it was a good line. It's true. Like, I don't know. How are you supposed to tell someone that, like, it's hey, like, we're going to deploy you to go fight? How much blood and money do we have to spend on this country that does not give a shit about anything that we're doing there? And it, it, it's horrible that it makes all of this, everything that leading up to this point, completely meaningless, effectively. Yeah. And it means that the people who live there are going to, like suffer unimaginably they're, compared yeah they're gonna yeah. fucking pay the price but it's like but what to do yeah I, what, I don't what know. do we do like we can't we can't make people care about this type or like in afghanistan we can't make the government or the people if it, it clearly we couldn't make them care enough to like be like hey no fuck the fuck the taliban like so here's my question do so this is the it. only thing that i mean because I don't doubt we need to reprioritize some things. With COVID going on, I mean, we're in a tough spot as a country. Probably tougher than we actually, from what I understand, it's probably way worse than what I can comprehend, you know, at this point, especially as we go into another wave. Um, but should we have de-escalated and pulled out slower? Yeah, so uh, what I what I would say, it seems like we don't have any control over whether or not the Afghan people were going to fight the Taliban, right? Mm-hmm. But it seems like we do have control of when and how we leave, right? right. So it seems kind of weird. Um, it, I, it sounds like, from what I've read, uh, the projections from the U.S. government were that the Taliban was going to win, you know, against the Afghan army. 
uh, but nobody was expecting it to be as fast as it was. So <laughs> yeah. like that's like, why I think the they CIA were caught... projections were like ninety days. Yeah. So like that's why they were caught with their pants down so hard. Like people trying to like w- why they're like redeploying troops to the airport now just to hold it lo- for long enough to people eighty second out. Go eighty deuce. Yeah. There's my bros out there. Go so, get them, boys. I mean, I buy that explanation because <laughs> it really does seem like a total shit show where the wheels came off instantly and probably nobody was expecting it. But you know, like it was still a huge fuck up and like the the footage and stuff that we're seeing coming out of it's crazy. It it really seems like it could have been done better. Because when I say I can't say yay or nay, I don't mean that like I felt like we should have stayed in the Middle East for the rest of our lives. Yeah. I don't agree with that. What I'm saying is that I felt and and you know again this is what I'm talking about. Where am I qualified for this assessment? No. Um, even even having been a, a soldier, I you know I definitely wasn't at the level where you plan the uh, the 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 leaving of a foreign you know nation and <laughs> coming home in that way. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you could have probably reinforced your infrastructure and done like a a tiered uh, return home from there and like slowly de-escalated in the, in the area and probably left a military base. It seems so crazy that they were just like, yeah. well, <laughs> no, pack it up. We're out of here. <laughs> well, and like, I guess the biggest criticism of this whole thing has been like, you know, like translators and other folks that had yeah, been routinely uh, yeah. working with the U.S. military were like, all right, good luck. You know, I don't know. I actually and don't those know. Those people got kind of either way. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like uh, no. I guess I, I, the, I, I don't know. Were they just like left behind? Fuck you, or was it? Hey, uh, you know, uh, you might want to get out of here. And then they were. Do you know? Like, were were they yeah. were they left with like were they caught because the Taliban came way quicker than they were expecting, or were they I actually really, just I left really want to believe that's, that we didn't screw them over? But I know us well enough to know. I know we did in Iraq. Well, that's the kind of the bullshit <laughs> thing, right? Like, because depending on what nor- news source you read, it could be like, "Nah, fuck you guys, we're out of here." Yeah, I, or it could be like, "Hey guys, you should probably consider leaving." They're like, "No, nah, we're not going to leave." I know for like, sure it, in Iraq, it was like we actually just fucked them and left them high and dry. So I, uh, the translator specifically. So I don't know. Maybe the same thing happened here, or maybe it was the other. I, I don't know. But yeah, yeah, I mean, if history is any indicator, those, yeah, we absolutely like, should have like, I'm sorry, but if you've been working with the U.S. military for however long, and I mean, I get it, like, on on the face of it, we weren't trying to be like, well, this is over and the Taliban's going to be taking over soon, so you better get out of here. <laughs> on the face of it, I'm sure like on every military operation, like um, op board and everything like that that was going on, it was just like, it's time for the... Middle East to take care of itself, so we're going to let them do it, and there's no need to let anybody evacuate, because they'll be just fine. <laughs> That's what the Kurds... And, uh, the just Kurd- fine. The Kurds have a saying, it's something like they have no friends with the mountains. Because <laughs> <laughs> it keeps happening to them. Because, like, that's that's corporate America, and the army is a corporation, and the military is a corporation, you know. Just it's with the military-industrial complex, man. So, you know, when, when, when we put out, and when I say we, I don't want to hit we. you. I, I'm going to get fired because of this podcast one day. <laughs> when a corporation, when say any corporation is making a choice that probably isn't in the best interest of the employees, which is not something I would know anything about, I promise that there's a lot of purple <laughs> and flowery... Uh, um. Verbiage. Hey, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, memos that go out ahead of it uh, that say things like, "Oh, this is for the mission of our people and for the community and whatever." You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And also, uh, you're fired. And also, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. 
I, I just, I, you know, if we're going to talk about the terror of, of being inside a dragonfly was as, as you get killed by a giant, uh, eldritch beast on wheels. Uh, I can't imagine like being so terrified of being in your own country that you'll try to f- ride a plane out of it. Um, <laughs> And let yourself fall to death. It reminded me very much of the imagery of 9-11 with people jumping out of the, the building to avoid the flames, you know? And uh, what's crazy, and, and this is the point, this is this is where I start making like the asshole point, right? If you're willing to hold on to a wheel and try to fly or, mm-hmm. or try to fly to another country, pick up a gun and fight for your country. <laughs> like you're going to die either way. Like if you're resigned to that point, and maybe they just don't understand planes. Which, you know, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's what racist to say. Like, I don't know. Maybe they thought that it'd be like a bus and they'd be all right. Um, but just seems to a me... wheel of a bus? <laughs> I think you get run over pretty quick if you did that. But you could climb on the, like, the, the roof of a bus. They do that in lots of, like, in India and stuff like that. They'll climb on top of trains and do things like that. I, I oh, don't know. I'm that. sorry, Sam. Have you been to India? I was going to say, India? I was just, I was just about to shit on myself. I was going to say the only reason I know that isn't because I'm worldly. It's because it was in Slumdog Millionaire. <laughs> Fair enough. I was literally, I was literally about to slash myself down. You didn't need to. The documentary known as Slumdog Millionaire. As I saw in the uh, Geo, in the the National Geographic documentary, Slumdog Millionaire. Um, <laughs> they ride on top of trains. Um, but no, I get what you're saying. Like, I, well, okay, I don't get it. Like, I'm just a guy who lives in the U.S. and I have live like I guess an average middle class life. I don't know what's going through the mind of the average Afghani who's been working with the U.S. <laughs> military and needs to like feels the need to like try to pull something like that off. And what the discrepancy between that and picking up arms to protect what you believe is your country. Like, obviously, it, that seems to me like it would indicate, like, all hope is lost and there's no, like, morale is in the uh, crapper, as it were, for a lot of people left there that were clinging to some kind of ideal that their country could be something that wasn't under Taliban rule. But I'm just a fucking guy. I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to think, I'd, I, and I hope I never know. I genuinely hope I never have to find out um, that if there were people coming to town and taking over the country that were probably going to burn my wife to death or whatever horrible thing, I'd like to think I'd take up a gun and try to fight for my family. Um, again, I hope I never have to find out, though. <laughs> if it was like that or a subjugation under... Like extreme religious authoritarian rule indefinitely, probably. Yeah, I, I, I actually, I unironically don't think I can imagine something worse. So, that's like the ultimate uh, boogeyman. I don't hey know. Guys. I guess it's easy for me to say, but but uh, I'll tell you what. When the- I saw when I saw the Trump when I saw the Trump boys taking over the uh, the Capitol, I was getting some of those like, oh, is this it? Like, <laughs> is this is it time to load up and like actually like. Re- put barbed wire around the house like is it that is it that day because uh i'm sorry and i don't care if this pisses you off the 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 true trump QAnon cult is only a couple degrees away from whatever started and became isis eventually i'm not saying they are isis i'm saying that they are definitely that dice that rolls and eventually becomes isis um and when they're willing to storm and start taking over the capital that's that's a good first step in in uh 
Cowabunga land, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, pizza in the sewer? Hell yeah. <laughs> um, hey, but you know what? On the brighter side of things, isn't it so cute that the Taliban was riding bumper cars? True. And isn't eating ice cream? You thing? see that one too? Yeah. Working out in the, the gym. cutest? The Taliban is so cute, guys. <laughs> guys. I don't think you understand how quirky and cute the Taliban are. Have you guys watched where they like got up and like did like a press conference and it's literally the Taliban doing a press conference being asked about like women's rights and uh, the future of the country and everything like that. And like they're trying to be taken like seriously, but it's literally the fucking Taliban. Have you guys watched any of that? (laughs) It's all the fucking. This is my point. (laughs) This like, I don't know. This is like the most schizophrenic I've seen like a lot of people on social media be because on one hand it's like we don't want to stay in afghanistan spending spending trillions of dollars putting our our boys at risk right yep and we got to get them out of there because it's just a uh, it's just a pit it's a money pit a waste of time waste of money but on the other hand it's like if we pull out then it's like the taliban takes over obviously but then on the other other hand it's like, well, maybe the Taliban... The Taliban are just reacting to uh, the U.S. government oppression over all this time, and this is just the natural progression of the... You know, like, it's crazy all the different viewpoints just flying around right now. Did you see the... The, the whole reason I even... I, if you go back and you re-listen to this where I was talking about how you can't trust the news, it's because I wanted to circle back around. Did you hear Tucker Carlson's hot take on this? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, it is. Oh, God. It's a masterpiece. I can only imagine. You're gonna think I'm making this up. You're gonna think I'm exaggerating it. Look it up. Everybody look it up after I'm talking about this and verify me. Hold me accountable. Tucker Carlson, when talking about how the Taliban took back over the Middle East so quickly, he's like, how could this happen? You know, and he, he's talking like Tucker Carlson, you know, how is this possible? How could it happen? Well, I'll tell you how. It's because the Taliban doesn't waste their time on gender studies. The Taliban doesn't care if your gender is respected. The Taliban is made of real men who do real men things like fight and take what they want. And like this weird, wacky, like total 360 degree loop becomes him essentially praising the Taliban for not being like the so that government. that is a take I have not heard. I swear I've, to God, I, I've that's... heard like the uh, you know like the freshman in college take where it's like, uh, it's the the Taliban they're just reacting to the fucking uh, colonialist Americans. You uh, know, I don't know, Sam. Know. When you put it that way, it sounds that's pretty. They convincing. are men. They're pretty manly. True. I'm telling you though, his whole hot take was that you know America's a bunch of cucks and the Taliban are real men. And that uh, real men can take... It's what real men do, baby. But (laughs) the the thing I was trying to point out at the beginning of this segment, I guess, was there's also a viewpoint where it's like... There's like this Hearts and Minds campaign from the fucking Taliban that are like, hey, we're we're quirky, we're cool. We ride bumper cars. We use the American workout equipment. We <laughs> eat ice cream. It's just like, you're the fucking Taliban. <laughs> Why do people... Not, like, there's got to be some contingent. I don't know how, how broad... 
There's nobody undecided in their opinion of the Taliban. <laughs> yeah. Everybody was, knows how they feel about it. It's, but I don't know, like, because there's been some real smooth brain takes, by the way, for this kind of thing, like the comparison of the Taliban taking back whatever capital. Do you remember? The, maybe I'm just being crazy, but there's like this, and then they compared it to the Capitol riots, and they're like, Hmm, stunningly similar, isn't it? Isn't it? I have the Taliban that. That versus the people, the, the retards that stormed the Capitol. <laughs> I have, I have, uh, it's the same thing, isn't it? Oh, really makes you think, doesn't it? Does it not make you think? And it's like, no, it doesn't make me think. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't know. This whole thing is bringing out a really weird side of a lot of people that I wasn't expecting to see, particularly on Reddit, where <laughs> it just makes me laugh thinking about it. Uh, Wiccans, witches, you know, that religion, right? I guess it's a religion. I don't know what the fuck they practice. Magic the Gathering? Who fucking knows? Are... <laughs> Attempting to hex the Taliban? Oh, is this something yeah. that either of you have seen? Yeah, I seen? saw this. Yeah, this is some real funny, like, that's, millennial that's shit. That's some cringe. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to see if I can pull up a thread. If you guys want to discuss something else while I'm uh, this Yeah. Up, but... Let me... I mean, if there's if there's a group of people you, you want to hex, it's the Taliban. So I say go for it. What if it well, I don't know. Allah's too powerful. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about, Tom? Which one? Um, hang on. Bewitching Taliban. I guess, like, to preface. Yeah, this is it. Okay, yeah, go ahead. There's, like, Wiccan witch people uh-huh. on Reddit. I say witch people in Mass Affair quotes. You know, like, people that are like, oh, I'm quirky. I'm actually a pagan. Hey, guys, I'm pagan. I don't do this like whole Buddhist Christian oppressive thing. I'm a I'm a I'd rather identify with the people that did child and human sacrifices. <laughs> uh and they there there's like many threads on Reddit of people like debating whether or not they should hex the Taliban and <laughs> how they could ethically hex the Taliban. There was one, it's deleted now, uh, but the one I saw, there's probably a mirror of it somewhere, uh, the title was, please be careful, in all caps, when bewitching the Taliban, and it was yes, the story- yes, that's the one yeah. I'm thinking of. Do you, have the, yeah. do you have a copy of it, or should I- I don't, I don't, okay. but that's the one I remember seeing, like, last week, Yeah, I think. the summary was like, uh, <laughs> PSA, hey, be I, careful when bewitching the Taliban. Yeah, it was like, hey- I found an article. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I just, I'm just saying I found the article- referencing this but uh, okay go ahead. yeah the post was like um you know i'm just trying to do my part trying to hex the taliban you know help the women and the people of afghanistan uh and i was astral projecting and, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and i was astral projecting and i don't remember some other fucking buzzwords uh and it basically came to like this person's spirit encountered Allah himself and tried to engage him in spirit combat and Allah fought back and damaged their spirit 
<laughs> and they had to spend the next couple of days recovering. Yeah, because I think there was like a follow-up thread like saying, be careful when engaging Allah in, while yeah, in struggle <laughs> chatting. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. These people, dude. What are these fucking retards doing? <laughs> that's just fan <laughs> fiction. Like, there's that's just... Yeah, I know. But, it, like, is this... Maybe this is just some really weird way of coping with us pulling out of Afghanistan, but it's fucking stupid. Like, oh my god. Do you have nothing better to do with your time than pretend to be a fucking Harry Potter witch? I mean, I think think I made this point last time you guys were complaining about Reddit, and I'm just going to repeat it. A lot of these people are either truly like 11 or 12 years old, which you believe in the mystical, and you probably do feel like you might have superpowers sometimes if you're just a little bit off. And then the, the, the people that are our age are either laughing at it or uh, aren't quite right. And there's a lot of people that aren't quite right, right in the world. Like, we, n- neurodivergent, I believe, is the new word. And, uh, I don't know. You know what? Entropy is a law of the universe. Everything, everything becomes shit if you give it enough time. Reddit is just on a quicker scale <laughs> than most things. Everything good on Reddit becomes bad. I but, think if you go back to one of our first episodes, I had a theory that the reason we're not going to get to, you know, there's that, there's that, that paradox, that law that we can't get to space and that nobody ever will because the civilization will destroy itself. That was the and, conspiracy oh yeah, the Fermi paradox. Yeah. Yeah. And I am telling you right now that I'm feeling damn near prophetic because from that point on, I feel like it's just been collapse, collapse, collapse. No, collapse. your better theory was that the Mayans dumber. were right and the world did actually end in 2021. You were... 2012. Excuse me, 2012, yeah. That was inspired, is true. (laughs) Could be. Um, Well, here's the thing. Listeners, if you can take one thing away from this entire discussion about Afghanistan and, like, all of the political intricacies and geopolitics involved in this, just please, please, please be careful when you're astral projecting. (laughs) Because if you encounter Allah, he'll mess you up. True. This is not a joke. <laughs> if you see Allah <laughs> passing you on the astral street, you cross <laughs> the other side. You understand what I'm saying? You don't walk near that guy. You know, you find some Taliban little pussy. Yeah, fuck him up. Fuck, fuck, hex the shit out of that guy. This is this is collapse. This is just expanding in my head to like a near South Park episode where. Somebody astral projects and wants to kick Alice's ass, but then, you know, there's probably a lot of crossover, like a Venn diagram between people that think they can astral project and like very insane schizophrenic lunatics. You know, liberal. No, I was, I was going to say like ultra sensitive, like liberal types. Like there's probably a lot of crossover there. Yeah. So I'm picturing somebody actually can astral project, actually sees Allah, has a chance to kill him, and then has an identity crisis because he wonders if it's racist to do so if i kill all of doesn't that make all of islam pointless <laughs> am i a colonizer <laughs> and then all is just like this just giant jack roided out dude just comes over and kicks the shit out of their astral projection just beats the ever loving shit out of them and like when your spirit takes damage you just enjoy things a little bit less so like he goes to eat ice cream when he finally gets back to his body and he's like Aw. oh my god it tastes like charcoal <laughs> What is this? I used to love uh, butter brickle. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. That's uh, politics. Man. I gotta. I think, think we said. Oh, 
Here's one thing. Uh, no, if, if we're going to talk about that, because you, you brushed on something very interesting. I get called out. Astral projection? No, I, I, get, I get called out of my body into a physical, uh, into a spiritual plane quite often. And when I do, I always make sure that I bring HelloFresh with me. <laughs> no, I wish. This I wish episode we brought to you by HelloFresh. No. Um, Use the code fucking retard at checkout for $5 off. Use code Taliban. <laughs> Use code Allah Astral Projection. Um, no. I got called out recently because I haven't been very vocal about criticisms to Biden. And we all kind of just talked about how... Um, he has Alzheimer's. He's he's not probably the best president that we've ever had. Um, and hey, here's here's the big thing about that. I wasn't very political before Trump, and I don't particularly enjoy being political. Um, but here's what you'll find, and here's the one really good thing I'll say about this presidency. The one really good thing I'll say about it is I can walk into any room in America and I can say Biden sucks, and everybody's going to agree with me. Right? <laughs> like it's a pretty universal. He's uh, uniting the country um, <laughs> through being absolutely ass. Um, <laughs> um, and people are like, well, you were so loud about when Trump would mess up. Why aren't you so loud about Biden? And here's what I'm going to say. There's a key difference here. And I really think I, I, I like to clarify why I didn't like Trump so much. Because it wasn't just that he had weird hair and did mean tweets, as is the common phrase these days. When Trump would do something stupid or would do something bad. His supporters would triple, quadruple down, um, and it got weird. It got very weird in this country for a while. When Biden screws up and does something weird, you don't see me putting up a giant flag with his face on it over the American flag being like, I hope we change the laws of America to keep Biden in office longer. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Hey, Siri, Um, (laughs) remind me to take down Biden flag. (laughs) Because... I don't like him. I'm ready to vote him out. I hope that we get a better option when when we get the chance to vote somebody new in. Um, but that's the key difference is that I'm willing to say that he sucks, but it's there's no point. There's no I'm not arguing with anyone. Nobody thinks Biden is a god king. Nobody's doing that. They're not deifying Biden. So what is there to rage against, you know? Um, and so anyway, that's just my justification. The people that criticize me for that will never listen to this, and so it accomplishes nothing. <laughs> but just you, know. you wait. This is going to be. You know where this is going to end up? Where? Just take a guess. Uh, Library of Congress. Damn! Holy shit! You got it. Yeah. What a pro! Oh my God. Yeah, we're going to be in the Library of Congress. You just wait. <laughs> you know, like I actually. Here's a fun anecdote. Right next to a picture called The Decline of America's... Um... <laughs> so, so earlier this week, I was uh, I'm kind of fascinated with Civil War era. Uh, I just find it an interesting time in American history. Please be I don't patient know if that with Tom. Me... He has autism. <laughs> I watched the Ken Burns documentary on the Civil... Dockery? Dockery. I drink the Ken Burns daiquiri every night. Documentary glands, am I right, boys? Oh, yeah. tits, am oh, I right? Yeah. Oh, snap! <laughs> Tom, put a steam anyway. whistle in here. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but I was looking up, like, uh, popular music during the Civil War, and there's, like, some interesting stuff. There's, like, songs that both sides would sing, which I kind of think is kind of 
strangely sad and poetic at the same time that the you know the two sides of our country marching to the same song to go kill each other right um and i was reading like was it wap it was wap <laughs> it, it was act no it wasn't wap it was the ben shapiro reading wap mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh First to fight for the right. That's some wet ass pussy. <laughs> then I read like this one, this love letter from a Union soldier to his wife, which was probably the most poetic thing I've ever read in my entire life. And it was just some dude who wrote uh, just like this letter to his, his wife as he was marching off to war, fighting for the security of our Union. And it was one of the most beautiful things I've ever read. So if you imagine that, this podcast is going to be right next to that in the Library of Congress. <laughs> Beautiful. I've got, I'm going to totally change the subject. I got a quick one. No! I got a prediction. Okay? okay. I think within the next like five years, there's going to be talk about limiting how fast cars can be. Because okay. with the new... With like, I like cars. I follow car news a lot. I'm not like <laughs> fucking nerd. Super in, you know. I'm not like. Please be patient with Corey. He has <laughs> I'm not like in the garage every day fucking working. We you know, could probably whatever. just preface this episode with "Please be patient with all." People of us. listening know that that's, by now. That's definitely the name of this episode. Um, Please be patient with all of us. <laughs> so the it used to be that cars that were like dangerously fast were way too expensive for like uh, whatever damage that could cause uh to to happen on any kind of scale that was meaningful right you had to you had to be super rich to afford something that could like totally fuck everything up right well now it's not true anymore with electric cars they're they're scary fast and the new ones that are coming out now are like you can buy a car that's you can buy the, the fastest car in the world right now sam for cheaper than that RS4 that your brother-in-law or whoever bought. Uh, a, it's a Tesla Model S Plaid. is like 120 grand. And Porsche just came out with the Taycan, which is bas- it's pretty similar. Like, these cars are coming that are, like, terrifying. And in five years, when you can buy a car that's faster than the fastest car in the world is now for, like, the price of a Suburban... I, <laughs> the highway is going to be a scary place, dude. I'm not even joking. I don't know. I I think I think it's going to come up. It just seems weird. I mean, I feel like there's a regulation for everything. Are you telling me that there is no regulation for how fast? No, heavens no. There's there's no regulation no. for that, huh? You can make a car and sell it to the public. It's my god-given right if I want to go 450 miles an hour. You there's no limit to how fast a car can be. There's, How fast can the fastest car go right now? Uh, the Plaid is 0 to 16 1.9 seconds. Holy, Holy fuck. I don't think <laughs> I truly... Uh, here's the thing. I don't think people understand just how fast that even is. I, it's kind of like... It's like sprinting, right? It's actually more than sprinting. Whatever the 100 meter dash record is, right? It's like if that gets beaten by like a tenth of a second, it's insane, right? Because when you're talking about those kind of time scales, like that's a lot of time. But when you're talking about two or three seconds, every tenth of a second off of that is like it's it's insane. 
1.9 seconds is retarded. Like that is uh, the average pro. I can't even, I just know the number is insane. I can't even comprehend how fast it is. You watch these cars do it. It's unbelievable. Uh, and like, it's, that's pretty attainable for a lot of people. That's like upper middle class. That's, you could just buy one. It's not a big deal. Uh, and these are the first ones. This is like the first generation of these really, really crazy ones. They're coming. Get ready. People get ready. Fast cars are coming. <laughs> There's going to be every tree in America is going to have a 17 year old and his dad's Tesla wrapped around it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, you know what? So I'm calling I it. Say, I, I like them. I hey, if I could afford one, I'd buy one. They're cool, right? But it just seems weird to me that I can just go take a test and pass, and I can buy like a Toyota Matrix, <laughs> or like an old Ford Fiesta, or I can buy a Porsche Taycan and fucking kill a highway full of people going 170. It just seems weird right. to me. First, going to be a bigger I'm, problem. I'm deeply disappointed in you making. Uh snide comments towards the Ford Fiesta. <laughs> I happen to be a Fiesta owner myself. There are dozens of us who own I, There's nothing wrong with them. I'm just saying it's a, it's a slow car. That's true. Okay. Right there. You just did it again. <laughs> slow car? Are you kidding me? I can get up to... I can reach top speeds of 55 miles an hour. Wow. You're, you're telling me that's slow? Ford Fiesta. Are you telling me that's slow? Two sixty. I'm gonna guess. I'm not. I haven't pressed enter yet. I'm gonna guess it's like ten and a half seconds. Uh, between six point three and fourteen point four. <laughs> what is that? Oh, they made the ST. Okay, never mind. Yeah, the ST. So is you 6. better 3. you better think twice about slandering the name of Fiesta. True. All right. Also. Survival of the fittest. Dumb kids get in these lightning fast cars and they crash and die. They deserved it. True, but what else do they hit? Trees. <laughs> I hope. I hope so. <laughs> I hope to God you're right. And again, I'm also not like the first person in line calling for government regulation of stuff, but damn, I I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe it won't happen. Maybe like Stuff that's this fast will be is like a luxury that like companies will want to make people pay for. Maybe, maybe they won't get cheap enough for it to be a huge deal. But I, I really feel like it's gonna happen. Here's here's all I gotta add to this. I don't have a lot to say about it. It will be regulated in a court. I mean, it's just like anything else. It, it's something that we didn't know that we had to regulate, and now we do. We often joke about how this podcast is starting to sound like we're all getting really old, and like it's getting kind of funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we have a little place in a. In Discord, where we are, we all put things that we're going to talk about. And I laughed really hard when I saw Corey. And I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was something like, Cars these days are too dang fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the, the topic name was Cars are getting too fast. <laughs> and I laughed so hard. I'm sitting here on my rocket chair on my porch and they just zoom on. They by. just zip by and there's completely <laughs> silent fucking batteries. Are you kidding oh, me right now? Oh, there's another thing. One other, this is a quick one. This is like another kind of, yeah, it's getting kind of their, scary. Their sound systems are too loud. Yeah. This is like a kind of getting scary trend in cars and it's all of these brands are taking, uh, like these premium brands have, have really fast cars, you know, like Audi and like Dodge, 
uh, and you know Portion, whatever. Like they they have these super high performance cars that are really expensive that have like insane powertrains in them. But what they're doing now, because SUVs and crossover sales are so crazy, they're selling, they can't keep them in stock, people are buying so many of them. They're taking these engines and they're just putting them in their gigantic, super heavy cars. So like you can buy, it's called the track, the Jeep Trackhawk, which is just a Grand Cherokee with the engine from a Dodge Demon in it. So it's like an 800 horsepower Jeep. <laughs> and like Audi is doing it. Uh, they took took the engine from the the Lamborghini Urus and they put it in the SQ8. Is there seven or whatever? It's fucking terrifying. These cars are so heavy and they have so much power. <laughs> they're scary. A, right. I want one because they're cool, but holy shit, they're scary. That's awesome. You know who I feel bad for in all this? Who? And I, I mean this actually. Your common small town. Mechanic. Insurance company. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> like, I don't know a fucking Lamborghini engine. What the hell? True. Imagine you started your job working on like 1998 Ford trucks. True. And now suddenly you've, you've got people bringing in supercomputers for their tune-up every month. Good God. That's true, yeah. It's not like they go... Like, it's, it's going to get to a point where we're going to need engineer-level... like. However, everybody's kitchen gonna has need a chef, to be a computer every, scientist. Yeah, like every kitchen has a chef. Every uh, hospital has, you know, a, a medical director and, and several doctors. Like eventually, every mechanic shop is going to have to have an engineer, yeah, and a programmer, sure. like on staff. Yeah, probably. It's they, they're it's just getting more integrated with like the the computers that are in them. And now, like you're seeing, because of the chip shortages, you see car manufacturers are like. They're triaging the features in their cars because they can't they can't put everything in them that they were before because they're there's no they don't have the computer chips, so you have like they're starting to take out features like some cars like uh, uh I forget who it was they're not they can't do heated seats anymore because because they, they just don't have the hardware, uh so like all all cars from this model year won't have heated seats stuff like that, like everything in the car is run through the computers now yeah. Well, that's all I had for that. All right. Well, lads, we're at about 55 minutes here. We still got to do Crust in the Wind. But I say we lightning round a few topics here. How's that sound? Sure. Sounds good to me. I got, I got one more okay. I can uh, throw out here. I got one as well. But if you want to throw out yours first. Very quickly. I will be a gentleman and I'll oblige you. Well, thank you, sir. Much appreciated. Sequels to songs. Can you name any good songs? ones? No, I can't. The songs or albums? Well, let's start with songs. I've got a couple written down okay. here. Okay, there's. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I can. Uh, the only one, the one that immediately comes to mind is "Unforgiven 2, yeah, which is unforgivable. Unforgiven Two. Yeah, that's yeah, bad. That's some fucking uh, bullshit. There was right also there. a second "Devil Went Down to Georgia." There was. Yes, there it was. wasn't as. It wasn't but terrible. that had Johnny Cash in it though. True, it wasn't which as good. Elevates anything. Uh, the the way I would I would phrase the question as are there any song sequels that are better than the first one? Oh no, definitely. How not. about a Technica? No would you count Metropolis Part Two as a sequel, even though it's a full album? It is like one long song. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I think if you if you make it albums, that's an expansion on an idea yeah. more than it is a sequel to anything. If you make it albums, it gets more interesting. There's a lot of album sequels that are not bad there mm. are there are also some that are really terrible would you count reload as a as a 
as a sequel to Load, that, the Metallica one? I, well, I think they intended it to kind of be the follow-up, right? Yeah. Like, naming it that. I didn't know imply. this until I was researching, like, just quick Googling, Googling this topic. Did you know Cheap Trick made a Budokan 2 album? And it was I really bad. I did not bad. know that. I was going to say, I've never heard of it. <laughs> Literally never once have heard of it. So there's no way it reaches anywhere near the Budokan album from Cheap Jerk. Sam, do you got any album sequels you can album. think of? Yeah, there's only one uh, that I can think of. That's the Marshall Mathers album. Uh, that's one I've written down, yeah. Yeah, that's the only... I was trying to think about any other sequels. And uh, it was definitely... I mean, in Eminem's case, it was kind of sad because he's just clearly lost touch with what made him resonate. <laughs> he he got too rich and too sober in. to write good music anymore. And him trying to come back and, and capitalize on his previous successes with an album uh, just didn't really work out. And he had an even sequel song on there, Bad Guy, which was a sequel to Stan. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. And it's one of the stronger songs on the album, but it doesn't even come close to matching Stan. It wasn't uh, It's definitely a bad album. I mean, it, it wasn't as good as the first one, but it wasn't terrible. That's what I was going to say. In terms of the entire Eminem discography, it's not like it's a bad album. I can tell that he put a ton of really genuine work into it. Um, but it definitely doesn't come cro- close to the first one. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. all I had for that one. It was just what I was thinking about. I was listening to an album yeah. sequel. Well, that's a good point. As a hard Metallica, festival, stop. Say- stop with the Unforgiven. Stop <laughs> it. They did a third one. Stop too. doing it. As a hard and fast rule, it's never a good sign in a musician's career when they feel like they need to very, very, very intensely uh, reference their past success to try to sell more of something. Like, that's never... I, there has never, and I emph- emphasize never, but in a song I've been listening to where I've been, damn, there should really be a sequel to this. <laughs> that's, that's oh, you know what? True. I just thought of another... I thought of another sequel song that I guarantee you isn't on your list, and that's KJ52. I'm going to really oh reach my into god! Oh, oh Jesus! Jesus. Yeah. Is that when Eminem gets back to yeah. his fan letter? Oh no! He wrote, he wrote "Dear Slim," which made him famous. And then what? Did, I don't even remember what was the other one even called. I you might have done "Dear Marshall" or something. I don't know. I don't know. Oh no, god! Yeah, I'll never is. find it, and it's not worth looking up. It was like "To Whom It May Concern" or something like that. Um, and I. I have nothing really to say about it except it's hilarious. The first song was all like, oh, man. Oh, my God. It was actually just called Dear Slim Part 2. <laughs> oh, yes, my amazing. God. The punchline of it is, is that I remember, like, he wrote a whole other song, and it turns out that the whole reason he wrote it was because he heard from somebody who heard from somebody that somebody might have handed him the album and told him to listen to it. <laughs> so, like, at the end of this whole song, he's just like, yeah, man, I heard you heard my words. Hope you know I'm not dissing you. Just trying to get the truth because I love you, or so I have not heard this song since I was like twelve. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh man, that was before oh, we had a boy. word for clout chasing. Yeah, <laughs> now now we know what to call it. All right, true, yeah. true. <laughs> all right, changing gears. You know, like that. Please be patient mm-hmm. with Tom. He has autism. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he's, he likes trains. Okay. I like twins. Um. Anyway, trailers, movie trailers. Game yeah, this trailers. is another one that that just proves we're a bunch of old men. Because what what did you say? Like 
The music of the trailers is too loud. Too damn no, loud. It's, it's not loud. Here's the thing. I get it. You got to make something that's broadly appealing, right? You want to get as many people interested in your product as possible, mm-hmm. like a movie or video game. But can you not? There's just like this circle jerk, like vortex of people that just make the same trailer over and over again for everything. It's funny because so, it's like an eternal problem too. Because like the old trailers were like in a world, you know, they always had the yeah, yeah, that like yeah. that form. And I'm not saying they were any better then. Yeah. It's just funny that it's like always there's always like, like I, a meta. I honestly can't think of like the only good trailer is the first one who kicks off this AIDS cycle of just like this horrible trend, right? So like. Uh, I think it's kind of well. No, it's not really fading now. But Guardians of the Galaxy kicked off the oh, we gotta get some Dad Rock remixed oh, album, yeah. cutting in syncopated with the trailer footage, and that has been carried on for a long time. Like, ev- like so many trailers now for movies are just like, all right, let's grab this one random '70s slash '80s songs that everybody knows. We'll do a remix of it and cut our trailer to it. It will start with just the piano of the of the best known part. Yeah. 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 Exactly. It, like they did it for the f- new Ghostbusters thing. Yep. Where it was like. It's like Jurassic yeah. Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Jurassic Park did it too. Jurassic Park did it too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just sh- stop it. Stop. Do something different. Try it, like anything. Literally anything. Another infuriating thing, trailer trope, that I absolutely hate, which I literally just saw yesterday when I watched the Call of Duty Vanguard trailer. You have the music playing for the trailer, Mm -hmm. and you cut to a scene with guns firing in rhythm with the trailer. Yeah! Uh, That drives me fucking insane. You know what, the first time I saw that? Was the Far Cry 3 trailer. Do you remember? Yeah, and it's been going it, ever yeah, since. Yeah, yeah, it had the It had that da, song da, that da, had... Da. Yeah, the song had gunshots in it. And so they did that, like, with the, the footage they were... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's just stop. Also, we're, stop. That's, we're still... I think that's dope when they do that. We're still living oh in the Inception God. meta. I think it's cool. I think it's cool when they match up the gunplay or the punches to the music. Screw you guys. It's cool. I don't like that. I think I'm it's always stupid. bummed out. I'm always bummed out when it's not in the movie because John Wick did it in the actual movie in the nightclub. Well, scene. yeah. Well, I mean, oh and yeah, it was dope as hell. So, well, that's, true. that's the thing. That like, there's movies that did it, like Baby Driver. Have you seen Baby I, Driver? That was a good movie. That was a fucking good movie, and like, it, like the actions cut to the music, and it makes sense for the movie. But every trailer where it doesn't make any fucking sense to do it, they do it well, anyway. You know, you know what it is is that it's uh, the trailers aren't made by the same people that make yeah, the movie anymore. Yeah, true. Oh well, yeah, no, that's been true there's, for a long there's time. There's like one trailer company. And yeah, they no, the they go to this like, well, this worked for fucking Inception. There's the that's really why we infamous got the... example of the <laughs> of the Terminator 2 trailer that gives away the fact that Arnold Schwarzenegger isn't the bad guy in the trailer. Oh, and yes. like you watch the movie and it's like cuz it's Terminator 2, you know, like and he was the bad guy in the first one. And when you watch the movie, like narratively, like you you realize, oh, I'm actually like as the audience, I'm not supposed to know that he's the good guy until like this happens, right? Yeah. You want to know something funny? 
What's that? I did not see that trailer, and I watched Terminator 2 not knowing that Arnold ah. Schwarzenegger was going to be the good guy. So I actually got to experience that twist because I was outside of like the release window. Like, that was exactly how I felt when I watched my first World War II documentary. The Hitler loses. <laughs> <laughs> he was really rooting for the Axis there. Yes. Damn, my fucking team lost. Nah, next time we'll get him. <laughs> Man, these Germans have their shit together. They are so organized. We'll buy some tiki torches and we'll. They're get gonna fix time. the world. <laughs> Imagine my surprise. No, but sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they like they like pale blue eyed guys like me. Cool. No. <laughs> Excellent. Um, um, but yeah, trailer guys. I know it's probably just one company. If you're listening, why don't you just like mix it up a little bit? Just a Not little bit. So here's the, here's the thing. You got like I don't know four decades of tropes to use now yeah. at this point. I think tropes kind of start in the '80s. I would imagine maybe five decades. I was gonna say I really love the old '80s commercials where like it would be like. Six minutes long. And he's gonna show you kick like, your yeah, and they would like ass. tell most yeah. of the story in the trailer. Yeah, it would tell yeah. like the whole movie. Like, yeah. This is Benji the dog, and he's so, about to go for a walk. Oh wait, hang on. I've got every an example. Si- of it. Go ahead. Every sixth trailer, just do a different decade. At least it would keep it somewhat fresh. Instead of like, let's just do the exact same trailer for everything, for every movie, regardless of intent or delivery. <laughs> I, I, there's Stop no it. movies that there are no movies that I'm hyped for right now. Uh, are you kidding tra- me? The Sopranos movie, bro. There's a Sopranos movie coming out. Oh, oh my God! You didn't know that? No. Is it it's, a prequel? I might have heard something. About it's it. a, it prequel? a prequel. It's James Gandolfini's actual son playing young version of Tony Soprano. Can oh he act? shit! I don't fucking know. It's what just, if he can't act? What if he it, just tarnishes? It could, I mean, it could be bullshit. It could be a piece of shit movie for all I know. All I, All I know is, is I heard one hell I of heard, a trailer. I there heard be one hell of a trailer. It better have some good seventies remixed music. It better have the soprano. Well, at the end oh, it goes. And then I was like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I I think I want to watch this film. Are there any gunshots syncopated to the beat? Woke up this morning. Hang on, Sam. I'm looking. No, got no. myself. I'm looking at movies that are in theaters right now. You mean you're not excited to see Paw Patrol the movie? Uh, you know they ruined the lore when they did leading up to it, and then they really sold out with the uh, in-game connections to Fortnite. Uh, okay. And yeah, that is a drag. This Where's here's you? the funny thing. This I could miss all be my true Paw Patrol. No <laughs> I miss my Paw Patrol, where you know they were all white. <laughs> were the all... dogs all white at one point? I don't... What you do? You mean you don't like the Paw Patrol where they were all white? Did they cancel the police dog? That was the last time I ever thought about Paw Patrol. Oh yeah, uh, right. he's was in the really he's on the movie gonna... poster. Yeah. Okay. Good. Look at them standing <laughs> up to the fucking woke lefty libtards. With their Dalmatian that fights crime. Wait, they made the Dalmatian the fire <laughs> truck dog. Oh, okay. how, That's how stereotypical. Yeah, that is super racist. Well, what's the police dog? Oh, he's a German Shepherd, isn't he? <laughs> I can't tell he's what be. he's supposed to be. I'm going to post the picture. Hang on. Tell me very quickly. Tell me what breed you think this is supposed to be. Okay. 
That's a low res, but do your best. I can't tell. Maybe German. I don't know. Where'd you post it? It's in oh, Step Report. Yeah, that's got to be a German Shepherd yeah, okay. style. Style dog. <laughs> it's closest to that, probably. I like the utility worker dog there at the bottom right. He looks what the fuck spe- is this <laughs> That dog looks special is this needs. the plumber I'm dog? Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'll fix your pie. <laughs> Give me a wench. I'll go and screw the bolts. Maybe, maybe it's just a bad picture. <laughs> What's the girl dog? Wait. That's the slut a- dog. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool, Tom. Thank you. <laughs> you got a laugh out of both of you, so I'm fine with that. Uh, firefighter! Utilities! Pink! Police! <laughs> slut! <laughs> like Voltron. The world... <laughs> Together we form Paw Patrol, the movie. Do they drive cars? How do dogs drive cars? This this raises a bunch of questions. I'm not comfortable answering. Wait, the pink. Oh wait, no, the, the pink film. dog has a. Is that a helicopter? I think it's a helicopter. The pink oh, dog she's flies a, a helicopter. Sure. So she's a slutty pilot. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move this I'm along. Just, I'm asking the real questions. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> we're gonna do a. We're gonna do a lightning round to get to Christ. Next one. What do we got? Now we're talking about slut dogs. All right, Suicide <laughs> Squad. It's pretty good. Oh yeah, I gotta watch this still. I liked it. You know what? I did Fuck too. It. I, liked it. I enjoyed. I'm gonna it very watch it much, tonight, actually. and you can't stop me. All right, it's gonna, good. It's, it's not a waste of your time. It's a worthy. It's a worthy watch. Yeah, I think it's a. It, I could care less about superhero movies at this point. This one was actually like very good. Sick. Oh okay. yeah, like I, I have friends freaking out about the Eternals. Apparently, they dropped a trailer. Oh, I, I could don't care less about care. the Eternals. Who the fuck gives a shit? I could care less about the. They're like, like oh, the Loki TV show. Have you seen Loki? <laughs> yeah. And he he has horns. And he goes around, and so and he does his adventure. It's a double whammy. Not only could I not give less of a shit about any new superhero shit, I just don't. I'm up to here with it. I can't. It's like it's like World War Two games, circa like 2010. I just can't do it. It's over. I can't do it anymore. The second, yeah, the Eternals trail. I don't know if you watched the trail. It looks generic as fuck. Maybe it's just no. I maybe didn't. I'm jaded. I, maybe maybe no, it's I, cool. And other people like I literally it. saw the thumbnail for the trailer and I was like, all right, I'm yeah, not gonna I watch don't. This yeah, shit. when I, I don't when care. I say I don't care, when I say I don't care, I don't mean like I'm just saying I don't care and then secretly I go and watch the trailer on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, I mean yeah. that I literally like could not be bothered to click the link and watch it because I don't know. <laughs> just okay. So there, now there's another super powerful team. And I'm just supposed to believe that, like, they're even more... See, this is what I don't like about comic books in general. Because now there's a, more, there's a more powerful secret team. A more powerful mm. one. And there's somebody even worse than that's, Thanos. That's the thing. Well, in, in the trailer, like, they're leaning fully into it. They're like this secret race of, like, alien superhero people who have been, like, they were on Earth the whole time and they didn't do anything uh, about Thanos just because they it wasn't their mandate. Too busy jerking they didn't off, care, right? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't our play but humanity must decide its own fate okay yeah but I that just was the entire universe I need to nut so bad and I couldn't when Thanos was around so I had to do it in practice you must yeah, choose your own death yeah it's like the most lame retcon shit of all time get out of here yeah, yeah and stuff. but Suicide Squad they kind of I'm 
avoiding spoiling anything for you because I think it's best to go in. I don't know, and I don't even know who's in it. I have no idea. Okay, perfect. Yeah, you're in for a treat. I I really yeah. liked it. I'm not going to say right. anything more. It's like it plays with those expectations is the most I'm going to say. Sick. I think. All right. Cool. Yeah, um, I'll say that. I I mean, there hasn't been a lot that came out this year. I'm trying to think about. <laughs> Megasode movies is going to be a rough one. Well, okay. Um, we can talk about this perhaps later, but right now I'm just going to slide in. I think maybe we just like last year where we did what we watched this year versus what came out yeah. this year. Yeah, that's a good call. Maybe we continue for all categories. I think that might make it more interesting. Anyway, uh, Paw Patrol. Yeah, Suicide Squad is no Paw Patrol, <laughs> but I mean, it is. If you no, spoil Paw Patrol, I'm done with the podcast. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> no, the it's slut really one good. gets pregnant and it changes everything. <laughs> yeah, that they, she has a whole litter of mini sluts. Halfway through the movie, it pays I off can't in the end. Though you did this, <laughs> way through the mini sluts. <laughs> All right, moving this along. I just, I just right. picture. I just picture what kind of third act resolution would require an army of mini sluts. <laughs> you never know. Like, oh man, we're being. I don't want to spoil it for Corey. We can't yeah. get into that right now. Move, okay, we're being flooded by. We're being flooded by an army of. Horny piranhas. <laughs> <laughs> Who could possibly take all this piranha dick? <laughs> Send in the mini <laughs> Send in the puppies. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! And you know, it's like, it's in the third act, so you know, like, somebody just shamed them all for being mini sluts, and they're all feeling really bad. They're like on the yeah, corner, yeah, like, yeah, raining. Yeah. Somebody drives by, we're never gonna love you, mini sluts! And then they're honking. The Fuck yeah, you, mini sluts! They drive by a puddle <laughs> and they get all wet. Yeah, the, then the horny piranhas come and it's like the Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer <laughs> thing. Like, I can't believe it! It's time for the mini sluts! <laughs> mini sluts. This I'm episode so brought to you to by everybody mini listening. Yeah, we need to get me out of here. Episode. What's the I'm next so one? Sorry. Are we crossing the window? We, so we have more. <laughs> uh, we should probably honestly do crossing right. the wind at this point. Let's break. Let's break the cycle here. I don't think. I don't think I'm done with the mini sluts thing. I God, I'm, so uh. I'm gonna be witch Sam. <laughs> You've just got a picture. Like- I'm sorry. You can't join the Paw Patrol. You're just too slutty. <laughs> the Paw Patrol has no use for a slutty dog. <laughs> if you. If you, it's like the police dog. If you want to close cases, the first thing you got to do is close those legs, you mini slut. I worked with your mother a long time. The, and she the was fire, a huge slut. The fire, but she wasn't nearly the half the slut that you mini sluts are. The firefighter are. dog is like, how can you put out fires when it turns into fire when you piss? <laughs> <laughs> It turns out that we were the real sluts all along, in our hearts, for you. <laughs> the real sluts were the piranhas we fucked along the way. <laughs> Paw Patrol. Mini Love sluts. sluts. <laughs> Paw Patrol 2, the slut okay. name. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. You said that you said that we don't take our jokes long enough sometimes. I think that we're done. <laughs> I think we right, I think yeah. we well I think, I think that we reached, we've reached well the logical dry. conclusion of the mini sluts bit. Thank you for joining us for the mini sluts bit. But you just got a picture of the little flying piranha alien piranha. Nope, not picturing it. Like, 
Not doing it. <laughs> They're like humping cities to death. Like it's like 9-11. Like, Were they like giant like kaiju Were dogs? Like, are they like No, no, no. No, these are like a swarm like bees of, mm, of alien okay. horny piranhas and like they hump things until they like break apart like but like it's piranhas, like if you've ever seen them eat a cow, so like a building, it just gets humped to nothing. Yeah, to like, <laughs> oh. to like a skeleton. Yeah, all right. <laughs> and like in seconds flat. And like the one hero dog, he's just like, I'll take that dick. And he like jumps up there and bends over for it. And they just clean him. You know, he's just picked clean. To the he's bone. Just a, he's just <laughs> skeleton, skeleton just bl- drops to the ground. So of oh my the- God. <laughs> Who can stop these horny piranhas? <laughs> Please be patient. We're killing with me. Sam. <laughs> All right. Please be patient. Right. He has okay, cancer. He's a- Cross to the I'm, wind theme song. Play right. Does it now have that same cough, or is that is this a different one? No, that was just from laughing. I haven't had that cough. Right. Sam has oh, wow. whooping cough. <laughs> I don't think people understand. Sam had a cough for like four months. All right. Well, okay. Hang on. I got. A, I had a dirty edit there. So let's go ahead. <coughs> Cross oh, the wind no. theme song. Now. I close my ears These bands all had a moment and that moment's gone All these songs Pass before their ears to mediocrity Crust in the wind All they are is crust in the wind all right, and we're back with Crest of the Wind. <laughs> there we go. Made it easy we on had, myself. We had one of the uh, we had one of the classics. This yeah, time. one of the the all time hated bands. That's true. The, Probably like, the, I think yeah. the most hated band of all time. The guy Fiari of the rock fun. scene. <laughs> hey, wait, is you mean Fiat? Can we take a quick second here? Very, I'll sure. be I'll be really quick. Why do people hate Guy Fieri? I don't. All, all, he awesome all that guy ever, a comedian. All that guy ever did was like follow his dream and be successful. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna call you. I'm gonna call you out right now. This yeah, is yeah. I'm ripping bit. it you're off. Steal, you're stealing Ooh, this yeah. bit. You are stealing this bit, True. sir. But why? People, he's like the butt of <laughs> tons of jokes. Because he's he looks like what all of us he looks cool like looked like when we were eleven. Well, why did like you have to bring shirt? race into this? What do you mean he looks like? What do you mean they? <laughs> anyway, uh, but they, he, but Nickelback is the guy Fiori yeah. of the rock the scene, album- and I don't think it's particularly in that same bit. He talks about it, and and it's impossible to like kind of get into it without referencing it at least a little bit. I don't know that Nickelback deserves to be known as like the shit band of the world. They just mm. they just happen to be in the right place at the right time when the world collectively decided they needed a new band to hate. I think yeah. it's like the I think it's like the Avatar syndrome. Like if Avatar was just another movie that came out and some people saw it and some people liked it, it probably wouldn't be on my radar. The problem is that's one of the highest grossing movies of all time, so it's very hard not to take it's that. It's impossible to ignore. Uh, I think yeah. maybe yeah, what happened like the kind of music they were making, it was that was like the meta for a while. It was like that's what was big and Nickelback was the biggest of all of them and so when everybody decided that like Ass Rock was lame and people started to hate it. Nickelback was like the face of that, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
So should we go around and give ratings to this album? Yeah, I was going to say, that being feed said. The ma- feed the Machine, yep, right? Feed, feed the, the machine, machine by Nickelback. Remember, it's negative five to five. Mm-hmm. Negative five to five. I'm giving it... I'm going to give it a negative one. No, negative two. Negative two. I'm going to give it a negative three, I think. I'm at a negative one. It's on the edge for me. I I do point five if I could, but it's closer Once to. Once again, a, let's point out that none of us like this. Yeah, <laughs> it's closer to a negative two than a negative one. But yeah, it was close. I I think okay. How about how about this? Let's do. We don't have to make this a regular thing. How would you rate, like the peak of this album? Like, how, what's the best this album gets on the scale? I'd get. I think the. I think it peaked at like a one, or a zero. I'd say it peaked at negative one for me. I went, there was a moment where I wrestled between giving it a zero or a one. Yeah. So I I, I was genuinely it, so what happened was I listened to this today when I went out on my little bike exercise thing, and also just known as riding your bike. <laughs> Please be patient with me. I have autism. <laughs> when I rode my bike earlier, and uh, it just so happened that I got halfway done and I'm way out in the woods when I get to that point. And uh, my cell reception was really bad, so I couldn't load on another album. And literally, the only thing that I could listen to was this album a second time. <laughs> um, Damn. <laughs> sounds like a great bike ride. Um, and I will say that anything I enjoyed the first time was far outclipsed by the problems that I had the uh, second yeah. time. Yeah, uh, I think the title I- track, that, which is the first song, isn't that bad. It's mediocre. It's whatever. Everything else is like negative two yeah negative three so so i so one one important thing to mention is that i just realized a minute ago that i was listening to this on shuffle and didn't mean to be so i heard it in the wrong order um that being said i did hear the first two songs at least in order feed the machine i'm with you it was like i didn't mind the syncopation between like the the guitar and the drums and stuff Mm -hmm. like that uh the lyrics bothered me which is pretty consistently uh, can i read an excerpt of a song here yeah yeah go ahead because it's probably just going to prove my point the lyrics consistently (laughs) held even the good stuff this is this is coming from the band that wrote something in your mouth okay so for me to for me to complain about the lyrics all right this is must be nice by nickelback okay this is the that's exactly what i was thinking okay this is we're just starting from the this is the first verse all right one step, two step, electric slide, redfish, bluefish, blow your mind, engine, engine, number nine, mama's gonna let you set the moon on fire, jack be nimble, jack be quick, jack wound up with a broken neck, humpty dumpty, do your thing, daddy's gonna buy you a diamond ring. Oh my yeah. god. That's real good. Yeah. What are you That's doing? Exactly- I'm glad you read that because I was literally that. That was the song when it came on. Finally, I was like, "This is this is not like a meme. This is." Awful. It's also coupled with like it's like if you get if you fed an AI all of Nickelback, and it like th- this is the riff that it would generate. Like it's it's and it's oh my god, this song is so bad. This song is a negative five. It offended me. And it's another person with like a billion dollars complaining about how somebody else has it too good. Which is just a pet peeve of mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you have, if you own houses all around the world, if you have a summer home and, like, you don't have to worry Who's about Chad money, don't Kroger write a song. Who's married to like, again? Yeah, like, don't Kroger write a song Jack. about her. Avril Lavigne. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah, she stole him away from the lead singer of Sum 41. Is that true? Yeah, that's true. That's a true story. <laughs> Go on, I'm sorry. That's a real thing. Wait, Avril she is stole babe, him away from the lead singer of Sum 41? <laughs> Chad Kroger and the lead singer of Sum 41 were an item? I would love to hear the music. I would love to hear that song. Uh, <laughs> um, let's go. Th- let's go track by track on this bad boy. And for the record, Avril Lavigne is an absolutely delicious piece, and I've got nothing bad to say about her. Are uh, we rating them, <laughs> hey, or hey, are you, we? You. <coughs> no, I just want to. I just want to take you through the journey, and I want to yeah, see okay. how close it was. Yeah, feed the machine. Feed the machine. I, mediocre. I'd give again on the scale. It's like a one. It's okay. When I was when I was listening to Feed the Machine, I was like, yeah, you know, I, I was kind of reinforcing my thing. Nickelback doesn't deserve the hate. Like this isn't, this isn't bad. It's not good, but it's not awful. You know what I yeah. mean? My favorite song on the on the album, I think I'm alone here, is Coin for the Furry Man. Really? <laughs> and I'm saying it like they say. I'm saying it like they say the it. Furry man. The Furry Man. <laughs> Coin for the Furry Man. <laughs> Coin for Mortimer J. Furry Man. There were. They, they say it like. They say it like Christopher Walken. Corn for the there's three. There's three categories of songs in this album. There's songs that offended me because they were so bad. There's songs that don't even register because they're just they're just totally generic Nickelback. Like they don't. Yep. They don't. It's like they might as well not even exist. And then there are songs that, or I should say, there was the song that was. It was okay. Those are the three kinds of songs in this. Corn for the Ferryman, and most of the songs are. The middle category where it's like they might as well have not even happened because they they, yeah. they didn't offend me, but they offered and accomplished nothing. They might as well have not happened. Now, it's a very low bar, but that was my favorite song okay. on this album. Um, that doesn't mean that it's a good song. Like, I'm not rushing to sh- like tell anybody that will listen to me to listen to it. For my money, it was the best song on this album. Hey, all um, you people. From there, I don't. I'm trying to think. The, All I know for sure after that point is that from my listens, the song Home, which which started the back half of this album for my shuffle playlist, it doesn't look like it does for this one. It's the back where half. It's the first song on the B-side, I'd say, I think. The, that's where it becomes just unbearable. The ballads were all terrible. Yeah, the ballads, and that starts a run of ballads. I mean, um, Song on Fire <laughs> is some ass music. See, here's, here's my question <laughs> about Song true. on Fire. Cause that was the last song on my. It might have is song on fire. Is that the one where that's he's the third like, track of the album? No, I just lit this song yeah, on the, fire. Yeah, na, 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 so that was the na, 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 that one. That was the closer on my shuffle play, okay. and I was gonna point it out as being the worst song on the album. <laughs> I hated that song so much. Um, Anytime a well like, in the correct the vocalist is saying he's doing anything, yeah, like actively in first person as it's happening. That's going to be a bad song. <laughs> well, he true. talks Prove about how he sent wrong. it to the moon. He's like, I just set this song on fire. I sent it to the moon. And that's just so stupid. Yeah. It's so stupid. But, like, think of a song where the vocalist is actively speaking about present tense things that he's In doing. In the first person. Yeah. Wop. Wop. All right. Point proven. <laughs> I do like a wet ass pussy. Sit down, sir. Thank you. Uh, that's I yield my time. Well, in <laughs> in the correct order, Sam, uh, song on fire. Yeah, it really tees you up for must be nice. Just they get you with the with the double whammy back to back. Yeah, mu- must be nice was third on my okay. playthrough. Song on fire was the last. 
if for the river is what I'm thinking of, that song wasn't awful. Eh, um, it's just so generic. It's super generic, but it wasn't awful. And and I'm only teeing that up because then everything else was just completely unforgivable. Um, yeah. I hated everything. Silent Majority was early on in my playthrough too, and that was like what you were talking about, with like that high school ethics class. Level. I don't even remember it. Like, <laughs> as what if the majority wasn't silent? And that made me wonder if they were Trump supporters because that was like the Trump thing was that we're the silent majority, despite the fact that they literally never shut up. That was um, like Nixon. That was the whole Nixon era thing. Was it really? A silent majority. Yeah. It was uh, opposition to the Vietnam War. And it all, like, to make it so that it seemed like it wasn't an unfavorable position to be for the Vietnam War. He said, well, the silent majority, the ones who won't speak up, are in favor. That's super interesting. That's very Nixon-esque. <clears throat> um... So the betrayal, there's the betrayal, which I think is a, uh, an instrumental. I think Act One is the instrumental. Mm-hmm. Um, very unexpected. I actually checked to make sure I was still listening to Nickelback. Not good, not bad. Uh, didn't really make me think of betrayal. Like when I listened to it the second time, and I was like, now I know what it's called. I'm gonna yeah. really listen for why. Wait, are you referring that. to the betrayal Act Three or betrayal Act One? The betrayal Act One, the instrumental one. And what was really funny was that in my playthrough, which I didn't realize was a shuffle until now, the Betrayal uh, instrumental led into Song on Fire. And I was like, these things have nothing to do with each other. Why are they? <laughs> it's like a song called The Betrayal, like some sort of big emotional devastating thing. And it's like, I'm going to send this song to the moon. <laughs> so I didn't know what the hell they were talking about. Um, here's, my, here's, here's my final statement about the album, and I'll let you guys talk about whatever you want to do. Uh... The, the, a, a few of the songs when I was listening to them, I, I had to praise them for their ability to set up an instrumental or a guitar solo and make you kind of hyped for it, which isn't super. I mean, it's kind of an easy thing to do if you can play your instrument, but I thought that they pulled it off well. Um, on some of those songs, I was like, you know what? I wouldn't pay money to go see Nickelback, but if I walked into a bar and they were like, hey, Nickelback's playing tonight, I wouldn't believe. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't like immediately like, oh, be offended and walk out. Um, from home and through the ballads on though, I won't lie. I came around to the side of why people might hate Nickelback. Yeah. Cause those ballads are bad. They're like the Scott Stapp they ones. Are, yeah. They're they bad. are abysmal. Well, Scott's Scott Stapp was like funny. They were so bad. <laughs> they were like watching a really bad B movie that like circles around to almost being good. again. The, the Scott, I mean uh, the uh, ballads uh, were one for one. I think yeah. they, well, I'm talking about the ballad, like the, I broke it to the sky. Yeah. And I'm asking why. Like, that's legendarily <laughs> bad. Like, that's so. <laughs> I got such a kick out of that. I was like, oh, man, you're really doing that right now. It's like rhyming fish and dish. I'm having a fish on this dish. Like, it's so bad. It's like um, together forever. These yeah, yeah. Just... <laughs> yeah. These bells were just so, so bad. There's one that's like. I'm with my friends and we drink tequila and it's so, it's like, uh, I think it's supposed to be like photographed too. You know what I mean? Like they're trying to cash in and it's basically like an awful bro country song. Look at this tequila shot. Yeah. It's like, when my friends get together, we talk about how we had a bunch of girls and I'm like, oh my oh, God. Oh wait, hang on. This is, this. I have a, you maybe put this on the website. Uh, I found an extreme, I found a, a, a really a piece of history. 
Uh, you know, like some photographs Excellent. are timeless. It's like the soldiers at Iwo Jima putting up the flag. It's like that. Okay. Oh. This okay. picture. This is history. <laughs> Let me uh, take a look at this historical document. This went straight. Wonderful. <laughs> we're looking at the. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows the meme of Chad Kroger holding the photograph, yeah. right? This is the behind the yeah. seat. This is a picture of the of that picture being taken. <laughs> See, now that would have been a fun song if you wrote a song about making <laughs> photographs. Oh shit! That look would actually this, be look legendary. Look at this photograph. <laughs> that would be that would be so good. Look at this photograph of me looking at this photograph. <laughs> And I hold it up to the camera. Okay, now. I'm being legit. I'm this. I'm not just saying this. If they did that, if that song came out, that would be like a three on the scale. That would, I would. Yeah, that, that would, would be, be amazing. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sad they didn't know. <laughs> I remember looking at my remembering me looking back at the back door. <laughs> That would be so. Do epic. you remember me remembering Look at this photograph things. of you listening to photograph? <laughs> it's just a picture of what the hell is on your head. Yeah. <laughs> you have to admit you liked it the first time. <laughs> then we overplayed it. Don't, do Don't pretend you didn't like this twelve years ago. Yeah. Yep, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Don't pretend you didn't cry a little. <laughs> if you, <laughs> the oh, first I... time you heard this song. Nah, you know. All right, this bit's played yeah. out, too. All in all, Nickelback, really, I mean, again, I don't think they're doing anything so bad as to deserve, like, a, they, they've become an easy target, and I don't know that they necessarily deserve that. They're ballads, probably, too. But then I think that, you know, they're, 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 I wouldn't even say that they're dad rock. I'd actually call this a mom rock band. I think that these guys are writing songs for, like, 40 or 30, you know, 35 to 40-year-old women in their homes that still want to feel a little risque to listen to a little bit of rock, um, probably throw this on. Because these songs were not written for men. I don't care. <laughs> like, this album was not written for a male enjoyment. I'm sorry, it just wasn't. What do you mean? I mean, All the Humpty Dumpty rhymes? True. <laughs> all the testosterone pumping? left my body. What little there is all left my body immediately yeah. as soon as this album started. True. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, what if... Uh, what if... <laughs> What oh. the mini sluts? Oh, God, oh here we please. go. Bringing it back. <laughs> the mini sluts coming back at you. Had to come and fight Nickelback because they were stealing the world's testosterone. <laughs> Wait, I don't okay. know. What yeah. if, Sam? We got to clarify this a little. So they're stealing <laughs> testosterone. Does that make Nickelback turbo horny? Or what? Is, what's the... What advantage <laughs> so, of being a mini slut would... Let's, let's break this. Spell, the, spell <laughs> out the lore, please. So, it all starts with us recording this podcast. Okay. And Nickelback hears that. They're like, we can write rockin' tunes for dudes. And um, then they realize that, yeah, they go and get blood tested and none of them have any testosterone. Oh, damn. <laughs> so okay, okay. Create, I mean, uh, you got me hooked like, now. Please continue. They create like a, 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 a comic book movie-esque portal in this guy that sucks up the world's testosterone. Okay. But, you know, it, it kind of like tra tragic, like Spider-Man 2, uh, Dr. Octavius style thing. You know, they accidentally make it too strong. Like, they didn't mean to. They just wanted to steal a little testosterone. Sure. And they end up stealing all of it. Oh, no. And because they're plugged into it to start recording, 
they just start right like it feeds into them and it's like a bane. <gasps> yeah, they're just they're just testosterone. That's crazy. Testosterone. What happens cheese. next? <laughs> start, I know you're patronizing <laughs> you, me, but fuck you. I didn't ask to do this. You're what do you playing, mean you didn't? Ask? You're I'm starting to listen. It. I'm being an audience for the for the bit. Okay. So so they like they start they do they start playing some crunchy tunes, but in an ironic twist of fate, a world without testosterone can't approve can't appreciate the front and and so like it zooms in like the real poetic irony is that everybody's listening to like their shitty like nickelback albums because they don't have any testosterone but here's the thing where do the mini sluts come in i'm getting there i'm getting there i'm sorry when i tell a story i like but how would they distribute stop rushing him back to everybody so so first things first you got to get the testosterone out of out of what's what's a good name um, Dickle bad. Nickel bad. No, they're nickel bad. Dickle, <laughs> they dickle go bad. bad. <laughs> they go bad when they when they get on the test. I turn myself into a nickel they, Morty. <laughs> and, I'm and nickel so, Rick. This is the sequel, right? So the so the, the oh the, wow, this the, is uh, another movie. Yeah. So the so the first slugs. one is just them stealing the world's testosterone. Is the movie. No, no. The first movie is the is the horny piranhas, which oh. we're not touching. That. That's oh. gold. Oh. That's gold. Okay, okay. this you, is the sequel. To okay. build a franchise. Uh, you okay, know, all right, all right. We're not touching the the. No, horny I'm piranhas following you now. I just that's the best to mental. That's the best mental image we've uh, had uh, in the six years we've been doing this show or whatever. It's been. <laughs> we don't touch that. That's wow. That's that's perfect. And this is the. It won't be as good, but I think this is a worthy follow up. So they release the mini sluts, and the first thing they do. <laughs> Is they take, they take all the the testosterone out of Nickelback through an intense, intense doing what mini sluts do. Like they take that testosterone, baby. They claim and, it, and Nickelback has their like you know the the infamous moment of clarity, post not clarity. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. They have that, and Chad Kroger has just enough to pull the plug on the machine, so it's it, it saves stops. the day. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, wait a minute. I'm not you know what they play in that scene where he has that post not clarity? What's that? Look at this photograph. <laughs> no, that's what it'd be. It's he sees a photo in that post not clarity in the moment. Makes and of course they've got, you know, they've got crazy muscles and they've got glowing red eyes and they're they're beasts, you know? Is that when he's laying down with his post not clarity and the mini sluts are, are swarming around him, he looks out to the swarming. corner and he sees a he sees this photograph of him holding up a photograph. <laughs> And that's not it brings him back. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I remember making just remember we, when we didn't have all the testosterone in the world. It makes him it makes him feel one shred of emotion that isn't like yeah. kill. We didn't yeah. need that testosterone. <laughs> we gotta oh get god. back to our soul. We gotta I get back to this. basics. Yep. So he pulls the plug on the on like I don't know, I'm picturing like a giant space blender that's like just sucking up all the testosterone. So then the mini sluts have the greatest challenge of all time because obviously humanity won't survive. No matter what the feminists want to believe, it won't survive without some seed. And if there's no testosterone and no seed, we're in trouble, at least at this point in scientific discovery, right? All right. So the mini sluts, they use... Okay, I should clarify, mini sluts being puppies. Yeah. Pink puppies. (laughs) (laughs) Just to... Align everybody's mental image (laughs) to what reality is. Don't make it weird. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make this weird. All right. I'm 
I'm spinning you solid gold right now. <laughs> All right. You are weaving a loom of pure gold. Oh, wait. I ha- I can segue this. I can salvage this. Okay. 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 <laughs> Go ahead. You know, we need to write this into a screenplay. Uh, me and uh-huh. Tom were talking about this earlier. We got to send it to David Lynch. Oh, God. Because oh, God. I, I'm proposing. Okay. I don't know. We can. Eh, I don't really care. We can not do it. We have more bands in line. But I'm proposing a one a one off detour from Crust in the Wind, okay? Because mm-hmm. David Lynch has released three albums and they're all terrible. <laughs> Between two thousand eleven and two thousand thirteen. Uh two thousand one. Right? Uh two thousand one. Uh hang on a sec. Discography. Yeah, two thousand one, he released Blue Bob. And then 2011, okay. we had Crazy Clown Time. And in 2013, we have The Big Dream. I think I want to all listen to Crazy Clown Time. Yeah. I I'll think that. Crazy Clown Time. Crazy. So David Lynch. <laughs> oh, it's 70 minutes director. long. <laughs> he did Eraserhead. He did uh, Blue Velvet, Mulholland Drive. Uh, and Twin Peaks. Obviously, Twin yep. Peaks. Decided that wasn't enough. He's got to record three full-length albums. I want to do I it. I feel like we didn't. We hang on. We didn't really finish with the mini sluts, though. No, no. I think that. Uh, I think that like all great franchises, if this is the middle chapter. Oh, it's a. Um, it ends on a dark note. What yeah, What's gonna happen? Uh, you not know enough- what happens. Oh. Is is the mini sluts? They know that they have to fuck their way out of this one, but once suddenly they look at each other with wide eyes and terror, they go, "I'm not horny," and the movie ends. It's like it's like Avengers. Mm. Uh, oh, okay, like Avengers. Uh, in, the cliffhanger. Yeah. War. Sorry, Mr. Yeah, Stark. Like I'm not horny anymore. Yeah, exactly. It's just <laughs> like that. <laughs> I'm glad we we've closed. All right. We All right, can, so maybe cool. we'll revisit the third movie. Okay, so quick <laughs> recap: uh, Nickelback feed the machine, not good. Uh, next week, many sluts, good. Many sluts, very good. Next, or, uh, next podcast: David Lynch, crazy clown time. Where yeah, we're interjecting. Is it on Spotify? Is that on Spotify? Like, uh, give me a there? second. I guess that's a uh, kind of a key point, huh? It's probably on Maybe YouTube. Could, if it's on YouTube, I could probably find it there. Crazy clown time. Crazy clown time. Yep. Here it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's here. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, it's very long. Is that what I you said it was 70. Saying? It's 70 minutes long. Yeah. It's, yeah. I zoned this is out a when long you guys album. Talking, but this is very long. But I think it'll be worth it. Okay. Oh, do we have to listen to all the bonus tracks? That's my question. And all the Moby remixes? And uh, all I would nah, say you, re- you can remixes. skip remixes. Yeah. Okay. Okay, then it's not that bad. They're also Moby remixed David Lynch. Is that true? There is uh, a music video for Crazy Clown Time. It is not that is required. It reading. is not safe for work. Uh, yes, but it is. Uh, it's David Lynch. It's some weird shit. <laughs> That's all I'll say. And then yeah, I drank two uh... beers. <laughs> and then all I wore a red shirt. It's crazy cloud time. It was real fun. Crazy, crazy cloud time. David Lynch. So what? 
what we were just doing right there, you might think is just, okay, they're doing like a shitty Mickey Mouse. Just watch the music video. Uh, oh, something also I want, I, I really want you to bear in mind, Sam, and the audience at home, uh, if you're listening along, you're probably not, but still, I want you to remember that life before crazy all clown music time. gave crazy clown time. I want you to remember this, Sam, when you're listening to it. All music and wall of sound gave crazy clown time a higher rating than feed the machine. Okay. Mm. So it's it's real music. They give it four stars. <clears throat> wall of sound out seven of out of ten. All right. Crazy clown time. Want you to remember that. <laughs> Billboard, four stars. AV Club, B minus. Rolling Stone. Uh, well, I, I could go on, but yeah, listen to it. Crazy Clown Time. <laughs> Crazy Clown Time. David Lynch. Director David Lynch. <laughs> All right. Uh, Is it time for what have we learned? What did we learn today? I'll go first. I learned that cars are too fast to be sold to the average person. Thank you, Tom. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> Please be patient with me. <laughs> you guys were patient. I I was done. Uh, I learned that we need to bewitch the slut dog to be less autistic. <laughs> I don't care. The idea of the horny piranha is just amazing. I don't care. Hey, stop listening. What what are the, the five of you left going to stop listening? <laughs> right. We've hit um, rock bottom. What yeah. do we care anymore? I learned that it's time to finish this podcast with a... Comtality. Comtality. <laughs> Thank you. Very cool. Thanks. Finish yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> All right. As always, Excellent. thanks for listening, everybody. The vibe of this please be patient with yeah, us. Please, we all have autism. <laughs> this podcast has autism. I feel like that's how we should start be closing out this podcast. Please. Please be, please be patient. Thank you for being with patient with us. This is therapeutic. Oh, hey, you know, uh, as did always, did you like this one? Oh, did yeah. you not like this one? There wasn't a whole lot of video game talk again. Uh, what'd you think? Yeah. Give us some feedback. Here, here's the thing. If you did like it, tell your dang friends. We're here starving on a meager six downloads, which we appreciate. Don't get me wrong. But we were at levels of 16 to 20 downloads at one point. And if you really want to go back to it, in the early, like it, at our peak, we were at like 70, 80. That was for like a mega I, I think one time we even had over yeah. 100. And uh, that was cool. Was. <laughs> now we're circling the drain. Now we're, we're. You know what? We did it once. We can do it again. We're clawing our way we're back. We're poised we gotta earn for it, a comeback. Okay, we let it slip. For a comeback. That's on us. But we did it once. We can back. do it again. Come on back. I think this podcast is probably really cool for listeners when we're all talking at the same time. Come on back. All right, I'm leaving. Goodbye. You can keep going. <laughs> right. I don't care. Good night, everybody. Bye. God bless. Okay.